0: Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. Sunday morning coffee.
1: This is Ben, your bookie's wife, and we are here with another Sunday morning coffee. Uh, We got the traditional crew: Rayman and Capper. Um, After a. It was both an exciting week of college football and also a somewhat weird and depressing one. They're, every team was playing with like 13 guys on the roster. They made the most of it. Uh, we had some uh, weird results. In uh, the end result, I think, uh, Rain Man,
0: you are ready to declare uh, that you are back. I'm officially declaring Michael Jordan, I'm back, period. Uh... Just like I told you, needed the Hanukkah, the Hanukkah miracle. I'll stop miracle. you right there. You
1: realize Michael Jordan, when he came back, he just did the statement and then didn't need to say anymore. You're about to just say so much about That's it, it. And it's going to be terrible. But, yeah, what's your? why are you back? You're, You're still not wrong. under 500 on the year, but why are you back? Well, this
0: is why I don't have billions and billions of dollars yet. Uh, so the <laughs> Hanukkah miracle, we all know it. The one day of oil stretched for eight nights. What an amazing miracle. Like, that's why we're still celebrating this holiday. It's super important. But now we can add two more miracles. Sarah Fuller scoring two points to become the first woman. score points in a Power 5 football game. Amazing. And also, that Rain Man kicked COVID and went 3-0. Yeah.
1: Rain Man, I'll take... A somewhat exception calling sarah fuller's kick a miracle i think it was actually completely within her bounds and not a mir- not really difficult for her at all so. the opportunity
0: uh, was joe the opportunity uh thanks for clarifying uh <laughs>
1: i uh it was so uh overall you had like a pretty good day you won your head-to-head against capper and uh what t- we thought i thought would be a close game and it turned out unc completely crushed uh miami team that i guess just wasn't ready to
0: play uh, People's Heisman Javante Williams is back, putting up another three touchdowns to his absurd total and 230 yards. Uh, Michael Carter looked pretty good on the ground as well, mirroring that for an absurd 554 yards on the ground, 10.1 yards per rush on 55 attempts. That's unreal. Sorry, Miami, but you were always fraudulent.
2: I mean, we said it. Um, I called out the wrong fraudulent. You team crowned, as well. you so
0: crowned uh, that's, Derek that's King just a little bit too early. You shouldn't have crowned his ass yet.
2: That's
1: man. But hey that was go ahead mean, if we're gonna say so I mean as a, as a easy transition uh Derek King I still believe he is better than Kyle Trask uh the uh, Florida quarterback Florida of course dropped a game uh, to LSU pretty much out of nowhere if you watch the game uh LSU looked like a better the better football team Brad Johnson's kid started quarterback and looked really comfortable Florida was uh was sleepwalking and i look at man kyle trask is a quarterback that has nfl accuracy and intramural arm strength uh the fact that this guy i just i don't see i don't i look at him and i i think you give a heisman trophy to dan mullen maybe for getting guys open enough for him to hit him but that guy man
2: no 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 no. dan dan mullen fraudulent as well crying about how many games they've played that's the only reason they lost lsu how about having your team ready to go (laughs) Despite the, the fact that they were missing LSU Kyle Pitts, like there's no excuse. There's no excuse to lose to that LSU team. They're horrific. Um, I think it speaks to how important some of these skill guys are for for these quarterbacks. Um, with Kyle Pitts missing that's, that that's game last night, Kyle Trask pedestrian, and um, it's like
1: even worse than that. I think it's Derek Stingley. I think Stingland it's like didn't, LSU's number one corner didn't play the game. Lost another cornerback to injury. Lost another cornerback to a targeting penalty in the first quarter and that it, fuck it is not it's just not fucking good enough like DBU? i this was a bad 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 loss in my opinion like i i'm pretty shaken by it and it it shakes my whole faith in the sec this year
0: <laughs> well you just have plenty of faith in Alabama. <laughs> um, after i mean last week <laughs> they look pretty good
2: yeah it's it's obviously like a tier one team and then you know about 50 feet of crap and then the rest of the sec clearly was that Moneyball reference Um, i i want to i want to touch i want to touch on alabama too um because i think what we're seeing i i think what we need to do in college football is just shake things up like this has been obviously a crazy year where you know teams are taking shell teams basically to play these games there's all kinds of just like craziness in terms of College football rankings where some teams that are playing games every single weekend getting beat up week in, week out are not getting the respect they deserve. Then you've got nothing but hype for quarterbacks winning the Heisman Trophy, even though a lot of these guys are getting carried by their skill position guys. So I think what we need to do is first, Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, those are your top two favorites for the Heisman right now, in my opinion. Throw out Mac Jones, throw out Kyle Trask.
0: I'm fine with the take. We need
2: to have an automatic we need to have an automatic group of six team in the playoff this year because, like, fuck all these other teams that, like, playing five games and being ranked fourth overall, who cares? Like, they haven't beaten anybody. So you're either going to talk about their resume or you're going to talk about, well, uh, oh, well, they passed the eye test. They're so – we all know Ohio State's good. Like, that's not the point at, at all anymore. Like, we know USC is good as well. Like, they keep winning these games that, you know, probably they shouldn't win. But they don't have the resume that stacks up to some of these teams that have played week in, week out, through this pandemic – um, you know, putting guys through in positions that they can't necessarily succeed in, um, winning games despite you know the consistency and practice and everything else that goes along with it. I just, I just, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. Honestly, I'm
1: personally, uh, I'm personally a proponent as far as like the Heisman Trophy. I completely agree. Like I said about Kyle Trask, I do not think Kyle Trask is the best football player in the nation, and I think. Any, I don't think anyone does, to, to be honest with you. I think, like, they see his stats and they see, like, the media claimed, oh, this is the guy, but they're just better football players. That should. This should absolutely be a year where a running back, not even a running back, but even, like, look at defensive players, finally. Like, they should legitimize the award if finally. you're going to have the award. Um, but I, I personally think – I think Ohio State's one of the best four teams in the country. I think college football has a long history of determining – who is the best strictly by eye test. That's how they determine the national champion for over 100 years. Eye test. Ohio State's clearly one of the best four teams in the country. You can't tell yeah, me they aren't.
0: That, that's somewhat silly because you would have said that about Florida being one of the top six teams in the country last week. And I believe you did when we were discussing uh, my opinion that Oklahoma is the third best team in the country. I said I said Ohio
1: State last week, too. And and then Florida was the one just, on Florida. You did,
0: you, did say, you did say Ohio State, but... All these teams they have college football players they're not professionals so you can't just look at the stats on paper you got to play the games games aren't played on paper they're played on the field unless you're joking around. man, apparently. do you watch the
1: NFL? Where do all those fucking guys go to college? It's it's it. the same it's the same school but that doesn't matter. Ohio State has them the opportunity players. to mess up too playing the Ohio game State has, matter. has better players than what I, like unless your name is Alabama better or Clemson, players than Ohio Ohio LSU. Ohio State has better players than you. And but just you straight still up just play Fields, the game. They're the on
0: Otherwise, why not just go straight to think a about championship with Alabama versus Ohio State? That's, that's essentially what year. we're doing. If exact, you said, like, that's exactly, exactly what we're doing. Think about how, how it easy it is. What we're doing. Think
2: about how easy it is. It. Think about how easy it would be for an SEC team to avoid Bama, to avoid Florida, to avoid Georgia, and win five games and be crowned as Texas A&M one of the top four is teams not one of the top four teams because they're essentially, they in that exact situation.
1: They didn't avoid Bama. They lost to Bama. They're fifth. It's just,
2: and they've played. That's what I'm saying. They've played ten games. They've lost one. That's a lot harder than beating Nebraska, Penn State,
1: yeah, Rutgers, but I
2: also think Indiana it's like conte- at home. It's and Michigan State. They didn't this drop it because a few of their guys got illegal <laughs> at tattoos.
1: They dropped it because there's fucking COVID. They can't help it. I think you have to change your eye many- this year. I'm not saying every year, but this year. But you that's have the to. thing.
2: How how many teams in the country could be five and zero sitting with that
0: schedule right now? Twenty. I you- don't think
1: they could looking as good as Ohio State. Ohio State's offense is fucking... They haven't they look looked that great. Would, good
0: UNC enough. might look as good as get Ohio State against that schedule. Oklahoma might look as good as Ohio Certainly. State against that schedule. I was, well, Iowa,
2: State's, Iowa, State's Iowa State's 5-0, State's no against, that 5-0
0: against that schedule.
2: USC's 5-0 against that uh, Washington schedule. Washington
0: might be 5-0 A&M's against A&M's 5-0, 5-0
2: against that schedule.
1: <sighs> they, I just think you you watch them play. They have great players. Tennessee's...
2: Tennessee's three and two okay, against that team. But schedule. I guess
1: you flip it over, and if Bama was in the same situation, are they out of the playoff for year? Are they not a playoff team?
2: Well, yeah, you have to earn it. That's yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. You have to games. earn it. And Ohio State has. Ohio
0: State it. hasn't looked nearly as dominant as Bama. So I just I think, think this year, I, Coastal I'm. Coastal Carolina has earned it. Damn,
1: what you're saying. Cincinnati's saying, earned but it. But I think the word "earn" is bizarre this season in terms of just like things are taken not because of your fault. Like, the games were canceled because of That's COVID. I, like, the season started late because the Big yeah, Ten that was flips kind of the coin. pussyfooting like you around. You should be
0: earning your spot in the playoffs, not being entitled to it, and not having it be fair to be stripped away. That's the difference, I think. I guess, like, here, our approach. even, even like State should, should be entitled State, to a playoff bird. I,
1: I am entirely on board with this idea that the system, as we think about it, does need to be revamped. One thing I'm, I am I feel very strongly about, particularly this year, that I think should be considered is a four-team group of uh, six playoff to determine a spot in the in the playoff um i think the top group of six teams should play against each other to de- so they get national attention and there's a little more hype and then whoever wins out of those four teams gets a spot in the playoff um that's my that's one of my fixes for it because i because i think it is also I- folly to necessarily call uh Cincinnati better than coastal. You're essentially doing the same thing that you hate if you do that.
0: Sure.
2: <laughs> no. False. I think I think the fix here is on top of your conference championships, you leave an open week for teams to add a game at the end of the season to boost their resume. Call out game. That's we've a seen cool that teams can pull. So just we've like see, shitty bowl We've game? seen that teams can pull these games. Yeah, we've seen the, that these teams can pull games together at the drop of a hat. Like, there should be an opportunity for anyone who wants to, like a challenge. Like, we talked about the WWE the uh, yeah. anytime, everywhere, WWE belt. Like, that should be a thing in college football going forward because, like, it's we've seen that it, even in the middle of a pandemic, teams can pull this together, get the transportation, get Player the equipment loaded so up, and head down and, with 48 hours notice and play a game. Like, that... That should be that should be like just the a part thing of that idea forward. I do
1: like that I think would be a lot of fun is that I guess by week eight you'd start getting rumblings of like oh this team should totally call out this team and then I'm sure yeah like Rain Man's point yeah. out the social media beef created when like one team is so the other. It'd
2: be so good, um, and I think and I think the last thing I want to touch on this year is uh, there is about zero hype for any bowl game that's not a college football call playoff off. game right now. Um, college college football no they really need to embrace some of these rivalries that haven't been played this year even if these teams are terrible um we're talking well obviously the big one that i'm thinking of first is iowa versus iowa state that needs to happen texas versus texas a&m if a&m doesn't get into the playoff that needs to happen there need to be all these like old school rivalry games where like these teams usually play non-conference or um, have historical rivalries where they can get the opportunity to say, like, you know what, like, let's just go into it. Even if it's a conference game, like, let's just go into it and just build some hype and have some fun with yeah, it. Like, not, the, none of these games are going to have any steam. Like, there's just going to be no – like, they're going to be lifeless.
1: They should, like – I think because enough, like, enough schools are going to cancel it, they should just let schools basically choose their own game the same way. you're Like, this is the year to do something different. Because, yeah, how – I think it'd be The fun. rosters are just like fucking a joke right now. Like they oh. need it they desperately need the yeah. season to end. Um
2: I know. It's it's very sad. Like we're limping to finish. And line. you brought
1: up uh you brought up Texas who uh man, AM might like a shot at Texas this year. <laughs> they might like that matchup. Uh I- to give like a full metaphor for Texas's uh, pursuit of Urban Meyer, Texas appears to have attempted an affair with the hottest person at the office and mistook a oh, that's so sweet, I don't know, with uh, she's totally into me, bro. So they told their wife they want a divorce, only to come back the next day and see nothing more than an HR complaint and a pink slip. Uh, and a particularly <laughs> bitter wife at home, as it turns out. Uh, how's this metaphor going? That was, uh, that was, that was, uh The specific. AD released uh, a statement and then leaked a <laughs> clarification that, so the AD released a statement yesterday saying, uh, basically commenting on Tom Herman everyone was trying to do 70 chess just like the Urban Meyer Rascal flats airplane shit and they're just like wait is he actually firing him so like any good statement the AD released uh like like leaked out oh yeah he's staying another year so they're giving Tom Herman another year um literally the worst case scenario for Texas it's a week before signing day they have no like it's a lame duck coach and now we're in a world where A&M and OU are playoff contenders TCU even who beat Texas this year? They have Max Duggan and they have Zach Evans, looking Wiley coming back next year. And how does Texas regroup from this? It, I, this was a really, really embarrassing look nationally um, for them.
2: I, it's, it's funny because obviously, like everything that's happened in the last three, four weeks, like we talked about it almost six weeks ago. Like this was obviously what it was going to come down to: is Urban Meyer? Did he want to come back t- into coaching? Does he want to coach the Texas Longhorns? And the answer seems to be a resounding no. Um, and I think that kind of tells you all you need to know about where this program is, because not only has Tom Herman kind of stalled out and made this program stale, but look around the country. Like, what are the better options that you could possibly get back? To sit this year. You're not going to poach guys from better schools anymore. Like, there are about eight or ten jobs that you're not going to get these guys from and so, what can Texas do? Can they go back to a mid-major, um, you know, group of six coach? Can they go with the hottest assistant? Like that's not going to work at a place like Texas. So um, obviously, like they had one option and it was bad, um, and they have nothing I, else yeah, I think going for gotta- them right now. So
1: no, i th- I think the the best case scenario for Texas right now is they end up in a Brian Kelly sort of hostage master relationship with their school, where I don't think Notre Dame fans like Brian Kelly, but he was on the hot seat one year. He came back, had a great season, and since then he sort of floated at this level. It's kind of I think that's the out. best, yeah, it's the best case scenario for Texas is like a rebound like that, but I don't see it. It seems like people just fucking hate the guy. Uh, and on that, on that note of people we don't hate, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Parv Kolas, a true American hero. He did Our it. Our first ever, first ever in BYBW history. He came on this podcast. He gave the name of a team, and it did not lose against the spread. He won his King of the Hill pick. Uh, he doesn't realize this yet, but he'll be back uh he'll be back as if as many times as he wins uh we we truly can't wait it was that eastern michigan game that i know you were on to capper what a delight
2: um yeah they i mean they made it interesting at the end there they were pretty much in control the whole time and then you look up and at the end of the game it's 41 33 like driving (laughs) you know getting the ball back it's like oh god it's gonna happen again but congrats to parv
1: i mean i'm I'm truly Parvacolis. uh It is a Latin name. Feel free to look up the translation. Um, we can uh, transition now to NFL and uh, Raymond. We'll start with your NFL pick. Uh, you you are self-proclaimed non-NFL guy, but you like the Eagles plus eight versus NOLA today. Uh, the Eagles, of yeah. course, being a terrible team, but maybe Jalen Hurts time.
0: I think that the team will be reinvigorated by benching Carson Wentz, who's looked awful all season. Don't think Jason or Jalen Hurts is going to be any worse here. And also, uh, New Orleans still running that weird Taysom Hill quarterback offense. Just run the ball. Should eat a lot of clock. Should dampen New Orleans' ability to have an explosive offense. I think it's just too many points on the road for New Orleans. Jalen Hurts, he's going to run it. He'll be able to run the ball. We'll see. He
1: man, he was uh he started out really hot at OU, but I feel like uh, he did struggle later in the season once college teams got a beat on him. So I'm really curious how he does in the NFL. It felt yeah, like but once we don't to team ready. That's why yeah, him when you yet. mitigated his uh, options. His feet just weren't able to do it. But I don't know.
2: There was there was some Twitter uh, beef, like not beef because I don't think it really blew up too much, but um. One of the offensive linemen responded to a poll um, who should start the who should start for the Eagles, and he responded Carson. He were like liked a tweet or something that basically meant he thought Wentz should start. Um, so I'm guessing there's probably some locker room strife over this switch. I mean, Wentz, chip on his shoulder. Wentz hasn't played well at all, though. So, like, what else can you do I don't, at this I point? I don't
1: think he's played well, but if you look at it from just, like, a human level, he seems like a pretty good dude. He's, like, given his body for the team. He's got a bunch of injuries. Like, he's a physical player. I can – and, like, he was there when they won a Super Bowl. Like, I can understand players wanting to stick with him. Frankly, I'd be more worried if there are players that just dumped him entirely. True. Uh, I yeah, I guess uh, my pick uh, I'm going with uh the Ravens minus three on Monday Night Football against the Browns. Uh, considering they have some of the loudest personalities in the NFL, it's surprising the Browns' nine and three record is so quiet. And the reason for that is they don't win primetime games. They win their games against these pretty much bad mediocre teams, and they generally struggle against big teams. Baltimore might be a mediocre
0: team. What? Baltimore might be a mediocre team this yeah, year. Yeah,
1: but I think they're a mediocre team that really knows how to beat the Browns. Uh, the first matchup of this season, they won 38-6. to They aren't the same team as then, but there's one thing the Ravens, yeah, they just have always beat Cleveland. Uh, I'm taking just, I think you have to take Baltimore in this spot because the Browns beating the Ravens is going to be getting over a hump for them. I don't know if they're over the hump. Uh, FBI has them at sixty six percent to win this game. I feel good bumping it up to a hundred. Uh, I think this is absolutely a Ravens spot. Yeah, I I agree <laughs> with <was> you here. <laughs> um,
2: Cleveland has a negative fifteen point differential after twelve games. Interesting. That's pretty horrible. I, well. That's
1: it's just well. I think it's exactly what I said. Are people talking about the Browns? Are people excited about the Browns as like a Super Bowl favorite? I don't think I'm excited about the Browns. I think you can They're get games, yeah. Very I, good well, I think you can get excited about
2: Kramer. them because they are always horrible. So at least like being nine and three, making the you know breaking their um, under five hundred streak and. Being in prime position for a playoff spot is pretty cool, but
0: are they that good? Capper, we got, we got the mo here. Joe just likes the laundry. He thinks Ohio State needs to be in no matter what, and the Browns are bad no matter what. He's a laundry looky-loo. That's <laughs> Dude, all. Dude, I'm is. not. A, I'm. I
1: don't just root for laundry. I hate you. Yeah, you also root uh, against laundry. <laughs> I hate. I promise, I hate you for the person you it. are. It has nothing to do with your, <laughs> your shitty sense of fashion. Uh, that's just an element. Uh, Capper, who's your? You look great. That was mean. Capper, who's your? <laughs> yeah, who's your uh last pick? Um, I
2: will take the Raiders plus the Raiders.
1: three Raiders.
2: at home against the Colts. Josh Jacobs is back. Um, I expect that offense to get in a little bit better rhythm here. I think the Colts defense has played really well this year, but I think they're still a little overrated. Um, and they haven't really faced an offensive attack that can do things through the air and on the ground like the Raiders have. Um, I think they'll be able to win this game outright. I think they make a statement here today, making their final playoff push.
1: That's it. Fair enough.
2: I like Phil Rivers I mean, though. Nice guy.
1: It feels like uh, Colts are starting to get their offense on the tracks. So I wonder if this is going to be a bit of a shootout. I think it,
2: I think it could be. That would be fun
1: uh i i like uh i vegas, like that jonathan taylor kid
2: vegas in december i mean incredible
1: man that is true imagine it like i guess that it's one of the reasons why you might like the colts in this spot because if you're in fucking indianapolis can you imagine anything more exciting than going to vegas for a weekend in december
2: yeah that's the problem
1: that's true, that is true. It's a concern. Uh, yeah, bet heavy on the Raiders here. I just, I just talked myself into it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in on the Raiders. Where do you think
2: these teams stay when they go down there?
1: Uh, the Bunny Ranch. I don't fucking. Know Holiday that. Inn. <laughs> like, you think they should just stay on the
2: strip? The craps I table. I, just don't, I don't
1: know that I see it. I, I hope they all go to like uh, one of the offside. Maybe uh, Reno. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, Sunset Station. The real ones, no. <laughs> Uh, circus, circus. If you, uh, you if you've been you've been around Vegas, since late night and, and your pockets are feeling light, but your head's full. You might you might hit up the five dollar craps at Sunset Station. People have people have been known to do it.
0: Yep, a little Irish coffee, a little one two at Margaritaville. I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs>